What is going on, everybody? Welcome to the Sober Plug Podcast. I'm your host, Connor Duffy. Hope everybody's having a tremendous day. It is Friday of the time of this recording, but it's probably Monday morning for you, considering that is when I'm going to release the podcast. So I hope everybody uh, has a smooth drive to work or whatever you got going on. Um, if you need help, if you're trying to get sober, uh, whether it be for you or a family member or a loved one, you could reach out to my direct line. It is 203-917-8862. Again, that is 203-917-8862. So, um, yeah, I mean, I'm excited about this podcast. It's something I really, um, really have a lot of passion for. And it's, and it's simply designing a life that you love to live. I mean, that's what recovery is all about. You know what I'm saying? Matter of fact, I mean, that's just what life is about. It's not even just about recovery. You know, you don't have to be an addict or an alcoholic in recovery to uh, to develop a life that you want. You know, it's, this goes for everybody. But um, I think it's really important for people that are getting sober to, to understand that there is a lot more to life than um, drinking and getting high. I think a lot of people... I don't think I know that uh, a lot of people specifically when you're younger, you attach um, entertainment or you uh, look at um, being excited. You correlate that with drug use or uh, drinking and partying with your friends. And the truth of the matter is that there is so much more to life than that. There is something within you um, specifically for you with your experiences, with your skill set. Uh, with your goals and your vision and your desire in life, there's something within you that will lead to a, a worthwhile life. Now, when you're first getting clean, it certainly doesn't feel like that. You know, uh, you're probably feeling like shit when you're first getting clean, uh, specifically, um, physically, mentally, and emotionally. A lot of people are spent. Not a lot of people are motivated to get after life. You know, I, I certainly wasn't, but the truth is, is that there is uh, a life waiting for you that is specifically for you. I kind of like to look at it as everybody has their um, their Super Bowl to chase or everybody. I'm big into sports. So everybody has their World Series to chase. You know, when you got people like Tom Brady, you got people like Aaron Rodgers, you know, the greats of the greats. They're all chasing something. You know, LeBron James, they're all chasing that trophy. It's like, what is your trophy? Everybody has their own trophy in life and something that moves the needle within them. Now, that's up to you to, to figure out what that is. And, but at the same time, there is a way, there is a, a formula to come up with that, you know. And um, so basically, I'm going to go over the three, three different three different ways, three different tools that you need to be um, executing if you want to design a life that you love to live. And, uh, and the first thing is the blueprint. It, number one is coming up with a game plan. It's coming up with goals. It's, it's having a vision. There is something that you need to aim at because if you don't have an aim, if you don't have a target to aim at, you're just gonna you're just gonna fire uh, you're just gonna fire a bunch of random missiles. It's kind of like your goals is your GPS. You know, 
you got to have something that you set your GPS to. If you're trying to get to Texas and you live in New York, you better have a working GPS, you know, or you better have a road map on how to get there. Because if you don't and you have no clue uh, how to take this journey, you're going to end up all over the place. You're going to end up in fucking Alabama somewhere. <laughs> or, or California, you know what I'm saying? Like you gotta, you gotta have a, a set GPS and you gotta design, um, the blueprints for what it is that you're trying to do. Think about, think about something very uh, tangible, right? Something that, that, that's around us, houses, buildings, skyscrapers. How did they get there? It's obvious how they got there, you know? first before they appeared and they, they got there by hard work and, and, but, but it took a design. It took a blueprint. They needed to be created on paper first. You know, somebody had a vision and said, you know what? I want this building here. I want this home or I want this, uh, I want this rental property, whatever the case may be. And they created it on paper. Now, a lot of people don't want to do it. It's just so it's so simple, right? Like you got to write down your goals. You got to write down the things that you want to chase in life. If you're not even willing to do that, then guess what? You're not going to have a life that you're really excited to wake up to and and have things that are uh are something that you that really emotionally moves you. You have to come up with something that is enticing like for me. Now I have a lot of goals. I mean, I have so many of them, but like, for instance, in this past year, all right, like this past year alone or in the, within this past eight months, I came up with goals where I, I wanted to, I wanted to work in, uh, in the, in the treatment industry. You know, I wanted to get involved because one of my bigger goals is I want to have my own rehab facility. You know, this is something that it's going to happen. It's not, it's not a, it's not a question for me. It's not a, oh, it would be nice. Like, no, I'm committed to it. You know, it's a goal that I'm, that I'm dedicated to making happen. Now <laughs> I, I have big goals and I, and I want to make it happen within the next year. Uh, we'll see if that happens, you know, but I think I can do it. I'm, I'm a sick son of a bitch and I'm, and I'm committed to make, putting in the work and making it happen. But whatever, if it happens in five years, it's all good. You know what I'm saying? It's the journey of it. But anyway, this year I had a goal that I wanted to work for a treatment facility because I have a lot to learn. There's a lot of things that I need to learn on the business end, um, on developing relationships with, with other businesses, with uh, being able to help people, you know, genuinely having a place that I can help people. So I had to get into the treatment industry before I ever have my own place. And that's what I did. You know, I, I've been working uh, for a facility, a Laguna View Detox out in California. It's an amazing facility. The owners are great. I have great relationships with them. And, uh, and you know, one thing led to another and the universe just kind of put us together. But it was because I was putting in the work. We'll get to that later. But first off, I had the vision. I had the goal. Another goal I had, I wanted to create a course. I wanted to create a uh, uh, for people who couldn't go to rehab or didn't like AA meetings or whatever the case may be, I wanted to develop a course for people that they can do at home and a step-by-step -step process of how I got clean, what works, what doesn't, different tools to utilize. And, and after a lot of hard work, me and my partner made that happen. 
you know, and, and these were just a couple things that I was really excited about doing and something that I really wanted to, um, put work into. So fucking ambulance, man. Don't you know, I'm trying to do a podcast here. <laughs> I'm, that's a joke, by the way. I hope whoever's in that ambulance is doing well, but, um, <laughs> but the but you have to come up with i'm such i'm such a dick i'm not cutting out any of this either i'm totally raw i don't i don't really care how it comes out i'm authentic with it so um you have to come out with goals you know that is the first thing you have to come out with a blueprint no road can be traveled if there is no if you don't lay down the uh the groundwork for it you know so um the, the second thing is daily habits. It's very simple. You have to break down, you have to come up with your big goal and you have to break down simple um, bite-sized pieces uh, of daily habits that you need to do to obtain that goal. So for instance, let's say, let's go to, let's go to a physical goal. All right. Let's say you want to lose, um, you want to lose 30 pounds and you want to do that within a year. Pretty, you know, it's a pretty obtainable goal. You know, if you're focused on losing the 30 pounds, it seems overwhelming. But all of a sudden, if you say, well, I want to lose 30 pounds over the next year, uh, all of a sudden it's very doable. So how do you do that? You break down the 30 pounds into the year. So there's 12 months in a year. You break that down. That's going to come out to about two and a half pounds, I think two and a half pounds exactly a month. Break it down even further. So your goal is you want to lose two and a half pounds a month. Break that down into a weekly goal. It ain't even a pound a week. You know, it's not even a pound a week. So it's something that you can aim at. And it's like, oh, wow, you know. Now, when you hit that pound a week and even maybe get two pounds a week, you, all of a sudden you build that confidence. You know, it's the building, it's getting into the daily habits and executing on them. You have to execute on it after you break them down and you have to just start. You're not always going to be motivated to do the things that is necessary to get to your goal, but it's a must. You have to do it. You have, this is why you have to have goals that are emotionally enticing, that it drives you to do it because then you're going to put in the work. If not, if you're just, um, for instance, if you're motivated by money or you're motivated to get that new car or some bullshit like that, you're not going to want to put in the work. It's going to wear off because it's not emotionally driving enough. Well, you know, to be fair, I guess some people are really driven by money and, and that, that sometimes can be enough, but you get my point. Like it's gotta be something that really gets you up in the morning and really gets you going. Um, this was kind of the case for me before a couple of years ago, before I even made content on, on TikTok and, um, you know, when I had a job that I hated, I, I really, I wanted to create a future for myself that I was excited about. You know, I wanted to have my own business as a recovery coach. I wanted to impact a lot of people. I wanted to contribute to the world. And that got me excited. You know, now the, the work that I needed to put in to do that, and, and I'm still doing that, it was, it's so much work. But guess what? I enjoy it. I like it. I want to do this. 
you know, this is my contribution to, to the world, at least where I'm at right now, you know, 28 years old. And this is where I'm at. Maybe in five years, I'm going to have a whole different, not maybe, I know for a fact, I'm going to have a whole different set of goals and, and have things going on that I want to achieve. But life is a journey that you've got to be continuously excited about. So you have to enjoy the process along the way. Like for instance, right? I, so before I said that I had a goal for myself of, of owning a treatment center. And I have an unrealistic, I'm even going to, nah, it's not unrealistic. It is realistic because I believe I can do it. But it's a, it's a very high bar that I have for myself that I want to do this within a year. Guess what? I'm not attached to the year. You get me? I'm interested in the journey of putting in the work and, and learning. And it's the journey of getting there that is exciting to me. I don't give a shit if I actually have the facility or I have a rehab or I have ownership in a rehab by next year because I, I don't I don't care enough about the the um, the instant gratification of it. You know what I mean? I don't need it tomorrow. I want to work for it. I want to get it. I, I want to get it by putting in my um, my effort and I and I will do that because I enjoy the process of it. You know, so I'm not attached to the timeline. I'm just attached to the process and making something uh, worthwhile, you know, because um, I'm emotionally driven by it. So, so like I said, the second thing is um, going over again. It is the daily habits. You have to break down. You have to come up with a list of habits that you need to do to break down your goals into bite-sized pieces. And this is all for all areas of, of your life. You know, not just physically, right? I mean, I gave you, I gave you one example of going to the gym, but and breaking that down into a, a pound a week or whatever. But there's other things involved, like taking care of your mental health. You think of all the areas that you want to improve in in your life. You know, uh, mentally, emotionally, financially, um, spiritually, um, personal growth, your relationships in your life. Um, your career, right? There's so many different areas of life. Your, your social circle, who are the people in your life? You keep it around toxic people. Are there people in your life that are dragging you down that aren't going to serve towards your goals? Because if that's the case, you got to make the hard decision of cutting them off. Not an easy thing to do by any means. You know, I, one of the biggest things when I first got sober, um, and this isn't even like goals that you're really aiming towards. This is just getting sober advice. But like I had to cut off the toxic people in my life, you know, because they were not serving me anymore. They, they were not going to forget goals I had. I'm just talking about getting clean. Uh, I needed to completely get rid of the people in my life that were toxic to me, you know. Um, but, you know, as far as uh, as far as like coming up with the goals and and uh, improving, you know, improving just different areas of your life, whether it be the social circle, your finances, your physical goals, everything, like everything can be broken down. Everything can be broken down, um, with, with daily habits, you know, reading every day, meditating, um, wanting to have a better friend group. You got to get into places where there's like-minded people that are doing the right thing or moving, moving in the right direction. And I know for myself, like, 
I'm I'm constantly talking with people, learning from people that are much smarter and much more advanced than I am, whether it be in my career, my spirituality, or whatever the case may be. I'm constantly um, trying to learn from individuals who are in a much better position than me, you know. And uh, and if and if you're hanging around the same people, talking about the same stuff, and uh, you know, not progressing in your life. It's really going to hold you back. The, the people that we surround ourselves with is so key. It is so important, you know, and it's just one tool towards creating a life that you want to have. But but it's very important. You know, your surroundings is a huge, huge um, factor. A little exercise that I actually like to do, I think it can really be beneficial for you is I actually like to make like a, a pie chart. You know, I like to make a, you literally, you draw like a, a circle. You know, I think you should do this at home. If you're listening to this, you draw a circle and you put a, I do this with a lot of my clients um, when I'm doing recovery coaching. So you draw a big circle and then you're going to put a, um, a line through from top to bottom and then side to side. And then you're going to put another line like an X. So you're splitting it into a pie, you know, you're creating a circle that has eight different categories. You're going to label one as career. You're going to label another slice as your finances. You're going to label another slice as personal growth. You're going to label another one as your health, then your family, your relationships, your social life, and your attitude. Now, this can be very, very effective. This is a part of coming up with a vision. If you're struggling with what you want to do with your life or how you need to improve, this can really be beneficial for that. So you have these eight different categories that you're basically splitting your life into. These are representations of where you're at right now. So what you're going to want to do is you're going to want to label on a scale of one to 10. One being absolute dog shit and being terrible uh, and 10 being absolutely amazing and in peak form. Um, you're going to label each category one through 10. What is your career right now? What are What is your financial situation? What do you feel as far as your personal growth? Where do you think you're at? Where's your health, your physical health, your mental health, your emotional health overall? Um, your family, your relationships, social, social life, attitude. Um, so you're going to label on the outside um, or excuse me, on the inside, you're going to label one through 10 where you're at right now. Let's say you're at a two. You're going to fill in that part of the, of the circle of that piece, I should say. Say your career is a two right now. You hate your job. This is not something that you want to do. And it's a two. You're going to color in, you're going to color in about 20% of that slice. And then on the, and then you're going to go through, so you're going to go through this whole chart and you're going to basically take an inventory of what your life looks like right now. And it might not be pretty and that's okay. It might be really good in some areas. It might be great in all areas. It really just depends on the individual, but just be honest with yourself. You have to be honest. You cannot bullshit yourself and feel like you're going to progress in life if you ain't even starting, if you're not even coming from a, a true awareness of where you're at in reality, you know? So go around the circle and figure out where you're at. 
then what you're going to do is you're going to figure out where it is that you want to be. What is your target? What is your goal as far as where you need to be in these different categories of life? So let's say you're you're a person that is driven by you really want to feel good about your career. You know, it's so important to you. That was very important to me. It was a 10 and I hated what I was doing uh, three years ago. And um, so you're going to label each one, one through 10. Again, one is not important at all. 10 is extremely important. It, it is it is basically food for your soul. It needs to be a 10. Now, for the most part, if you're being honest, um, personal growth, health, uh, relationships, and attitude, and usually career too, like those five are, are, well, family too. I mean, all these are very important, but what I usually see is health, health, family, um, health, family, and personal growth are usually like the three most important ones and career is usually up there too. Not everybody is financially driven. Not everybody cares about a social life. And some people really don't care about the relationships and having a, a strong relationships either, which is kind of odd, but I have seen that, um, you know, and you have to come up with, you have to come up with where it is that you want to be in these categories. Um, now what you're going to, now what you're going to see is, the difference between where you're at and where you want to be. And you're going to see on this chart where the turmoil lies within you right now. If you're not feeling good about your life, this chart is going to expose why, you know, and it's not to get you down. It's not to, um, this is, this is drawing up the blueprints. This is a part of that. It's, it's very important to get honest and figure out where you are right now and where it is that you want to go in all phases of your life. Now, what you're going to do after that is you're going to break down where it is that you want to be. Get so specific. Come up with what, what career you want to, you want to be, uh, you know, you want to have within five years. Come up with where you want your finances to be in the future. Come up with personal growth as far as becoming a better, a better individual, a stronger, building your self-esteem and, and, Becoming smarter, more skilled and intelligent in certain areas. And so you have to you have to be able to break down what are the daily habits you're going to do to achieve where you want to be. You know, let's say your social life is a one right now and you need it to be an eight. Well, you got to start thinking about <coughs> excuse me. You have to start thinking about uh, what places you need to start, uh, going to where like-minded people are, maybe start getting into the gym, which will also affect your health, of course, too, and develop and developing relationships with people that are disciplined and are doing well for themselves. Maybe you need to join some courses or, or go to some events and you need to kind of get out there and work on social anxiety. Like it takes work, you know what I mean? But this is how you get it done. You got to draw the blueprints and you got to build the roadmap how to get there. So I don't want to be, um, I don't want to be repetitive, but it's just, it's very important. This is how you do it. The third step is going to be reflection. You got to be taking, um, an inventory of your progress. You have to be, continue to be honest with yourself. Are you doing enough? 
Are your daily habits moving the needle enough to, to uh, bring you to your goals? Is there more that you could be doing? Are there new things that you want to implement? Um, are you as excited about moving towards these goals than you were when you started? You know, so you have to you have to reflect. You have to reflect. You have to keep making adjustments, and you have to continue to take an inventory of your habits. Um, a tool that I used to utilize, and matter of fact, I still do it sometimes, especially during quarantine. Um, I would go on these long drives. And I would just visualize my future. I did this often. Um, like I said, specifically during quarantine, I would get out, um, I mean, almost every every night. And I would just drive for, for a couple hours legit and just think about where I wanted to be in the future. And there's a lot to be said about visualization. Um, your mind does not know the difference between reality and imagination. You know, you're, you're, you bring the things that you want into reality, like in your mind and, uh, and your mind starts to work towards making that happen. And so if you're thinking about something all the time, you're going to be attracted to it. You're going to start noticing, noticing, uh, things that are going to move you towards that. There's actually a, a, uh, there's a thing in our, a thing, there's a system in place brain, which is the RAS system. It's the, uh, the reticular activating system, which filters out unimportant information. And it decides this happens in our mind. This happens where, uh, the, the reticular activating system, it filters out unnecessary information and it only processes the important things to us. Um, so when we're think about it, when we're constantly thinking about something, when we're constantly visualizing um, what we want for ourselves, and this is on our minds at all time, we literally we literally get attracted to things that stick out that will bring us closer to those goals. So that is why visualization and um, meditation is a part of that as well. Uh, journaling, writing things down, you constantly need to remind yourself of what mission you're on. What do you want out of your life? And when you constantly focus on something, you end up getting it. You end up being clo uh, being pulled closer to it because your mind uh, will literally focus on it. it it's it's kind of like this, for instance. Let's say you get a new car. You go to the, you go to the, uh, the Honda dealership and you get a Honda Civic. Now, I mean, Hondas all, are all over the place, but once you get the car, you start to notice them on the road all over, you know, you're like, holy crap. Um, you notice it every time you go out. Now, you didn't notice it before. Now, why is that? It's because you just got it. You, you're focused on it. The The same amount of Honda Civics are, are out there, whether you are aware of it or not. Now, when your focus gets shifted to it, it stands out. And so that's just one example, obviously, of an RAS system and how it works in our minds. Um, usually using visualization, journaling, writing things down, and constantly being focused on something will single-handedly pull you closer to it. Um, it's a really big tool. It's, it's about manifesting and it's about... Um, believing that you're working towards something that you're going to end up getting, you know? So 
uh, these are the three things that I use to the type of life that I want and to continuously improve on that. You know, I'm always doing an inventory of what type of life do I want to have for myself? What things do I need to reflect on? Um, what am I working towards? And, uh, and this system for me has changed my life. The only reason I'm in this position I am in today is because it was down on paper three years ago. And that's a fact. It's actually, it's insane. When I look back on, uh, journals that I have and, and a lot of the work that I've done in the past, it's all there. It's all been on paper. It's all things that I, that I wrote out for myself. And, um, and that's going to continue to happen. It's, uh, it's so cool to see. And that's a whole nother part of it that I didn't even get into. It's like being able to record your journey and being able to see where you started. Um, and, and really seeing the words on paper of where I was at, uh, three years ago and being able to visualize and, and like literally see the, the progression on paper through, through the pages and see how uh, my mind has shifted. It's something you're going to want for yourself. It's extremely powerful and it's very cool. It's like, it's evidence that it works. You know, it's evidence of that you're really making progress. A lot of times we can, we can be our worst critic, you know? And I know for myself, sometimes I think I'm not doing enough. And I think that, um, it's easy to kind of let your mind focus on some negatives when really there's so much positive going on. And uh, it's important to be able to look back and see how far you've come instead of focusing on how much is left to be done. Because again, it's all about the process and it's all about uh, continuously like working on yourself and working towards something that you really love. And, uh, and that's what this journey is about. You know, it's what life is about. It's not supposed to be you wake up and you go to your nine to five, you hate waking up in the morning and, uh, and you're just staring at the clock to, to get out of work and fuck that, bro. Like, no thanks, man. You know, um, a lot of people live that way and I just can't do it. You know, I did do it. I did do it. I did it for long enough when I was in a career that I hated, man. I, and, I, and shit just got bad in all different areas of my life. And it got so bad that it made me realize that there is no way I could live this way. And I have to create a life that I really want to live. And, and you know, um, listening to motivational speakers and, and watching YouTubes on, on self-help and growth and development and going to meetings. And there's just so much, there's so many resources out there. You know, I don't care where you're at in your life right now. There is a better future for you. But it all comes starting with designing it and visualizing it and coming up with the blueprints for what it is that you want to achieve. So um, that's all I got. I uh, hope everybody has a tremendous day. And, um, you know, if you need help, it all starts with getting sober, too. Let me <laughs> let me end it on that. Right. Like if you ain't getting sober, you know, you, you ain't going to you're not going to be able to achieve any of this, any of this shit. If you're struggling with addiction, and you got and you've got an alcohol problem. That needs to be first. That needs to be first and foremost. You have to address that because all this other stuff won't matter, you know? So address that first. If you are struggling, if you're, uh, if you are a family member needs help, you can reach out to me anytime. Contact my number is 
888-917-8862. Again, that's 203-917-8862. Uh, hope everybody has a tremendous day. And, uh, and I will see you guys on the next one.